want to thank Rick for all the work he is doing to make sure everybody can hear us. And uh, I've never used this, but it sounds like it's simple. The songs that I did today, it's the first time I've ever tried to do a medley. We'll see if it works. But the first song, we already did. It is well with my soul. So I'll just kind of cheat and do one verse of that one. Sounded good when you all did it. <laughs>
Our scripture reading this morning will be John three eleven to 13. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, we speak that, the, that we do know and testify that we have seen. And ye receive not our witness. If I have told you earthly things and ye believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you of heavenly things? And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven even the Son of Man, which is in heaven. Good morning, church family. Happy Sabbath. I want to welcome everyone. Um, We do have some visitors here, and I hope you're welcome here this morning, and we're blessed to have you here. Uh, I want to thank you for um, supplying piano music and everybody else who has participated in the service so far. Welcome. I've heard it said, if you wait for a perfect time to witness, it will never happen. The grass withers, the flowers fade. The word of our God stands forever. Isaiah 40, verse 8. In the story of David and Goliath, David didn't need to know Goliath's strength because he already knew God's. Nothing is... Nothing you are facing today is stronger than God. Let's pray. Father God, it is a blessing to be here in your house this Sabbath morning. We thank you for your love, your words, your guidance. May the Holy Spirit be present to guide us with the message I have today. The sermon comes from the book of John. John's gospel is richly doctrinal, with some of its major themes being being the sorry, being the divinity of Jesus and his son of and his son of God, the atonement of Christ, eternal life, the Holy Ghost, the need to be born again, the importance of loving others. The importance of believing in the Savior. Much of John's Gospels, chapters uh, 2 through 12, might be called the book of signs as it records Jesus' performing of the seven different miracles. What do miracles reveal about God? The miracles glorifies the miracle glorifies God. Miracles declare that God is active in our world and that He can disrupt activities of nature to reveal His character and accomplishments, accomplish His purpose. How do I explain? How do you explain miracles in the Bible? Miracles is a miracle is an act not fully explained by nature's force but attributed to supernatural forces, mainly God. There are many different miracles, but biblically speaking, miracles involve God doing something uncommon and unusually awe-inspiring in order to reveal himself to mankind. Excuse me. While studying, while studying John 
for the sermon, John is likely writing both to call unbelievers to faith in Jesus and to provide confidence for those believers who are struggling in their faith. I want to say before I go on, go any farther, um, in the bulletin I put uh, the seven miracles or signs for you to study if you would like. I sometimes hear we all know that story. Well, I'm here to tell you that is not always the truth. So if you have, so, so you have some information. If you want a Bible study, we can do that. Just ask. John 14, 13 through 17. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments. What are the seven miracles Jesus performed? Um, again, it could be referred to in the book of John as the seven signs also. Um, turning water into wine. The healing, healing the nobleman's son. Healing the man at the pool. The feeding of the 5,000. This is a different sign that, um, the difference in it that it appears in all four Gospels. Because it happened at the right point to confirm Jesus' divine power and the fact that a crowd of thousands witnessed it firsthand, it lent credence to the idea that he is the Messiah. Walking on water. Uh, healing a man born blind. And this sign here in John 9-2, the disciples asked the rabbi, Who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, It is not that this man had sinned or his parents, but the work, but the work of God might be displayed in him. And the final sign of the resurrecting of Lazarus. The Gospel according to John, chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. 
Chapter 3 Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you the teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and bear witness to what we have seen, but you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment. The light has come into the world, and people loved the darkness rather than the light, because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. John chapter 6, 44 through 71. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they will all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes from to me not anyone not that anyone has seen the father except he who is from god he has seen the father truly truly i say to you whoever believes has eternal life i am the bread of life your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness and they died this is the bread that comes down from heaven so that one may eat of it and not die i am the living bread that came down from heaven if anyone eats of this bread he will live forever and the bread that I will give for the, li- for the life of the world is my flesh. The Jews then disputed among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? So Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. 
For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in him. As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever feeds on me, he also will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like the bread the fathers ate and died. Whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. Jesus said these things in the synagogue as he taught at Capernaum. When many of his disciples heard it, they said, This is a hard saying. Who can listen to it? But Jesus, knowing in himself that his disciples were grumbling about this, said to them, Do you take offense at this? Then what if you were seen... What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are the Spirit and life. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning those who, were, who did not believe and who it was who would betray him. And he said, This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by the Father. After this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. So Jesus said to the twelve, Do you want to go away as well? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Jesus answered them, Did, not, did I not choose you, the twelve? And yet one of you is a devil." He spoke of Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, for he, one of the twelve, was going to betray him. And this is from John eight twenty-seven through 59. They did not understand that he had been speaking to them about the Father. So Jesus said to them, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he, and that I do nothing on my own authority, but speak just as the Father taught me. And he who sent me is with me, He has not left me alone, for I always do the things that are pleasing to him. And as he was saying these things, many believed in him. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. And if you know the truth, then and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it you say... You will become free. And Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave, is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are offspring of Abraham, yet you seek to kill me because my word finds no place in you. I speak of what I have seen with my father, and you do what you have heard from your father. They answered him, Abraham is our father. And Jesus said to them, If you were Abraham's children, you would be doing the works Abraham did. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I have heard from God. This is not what Abraham did. You are doing the works your father did. And they said to him, We are not born of sexual immorality. We have one Father, even God. And Jesus said to them, If God were your Father, you would love me, for I came from God, and I am here. I came not of my own accord, but he sent me. Why do you not understand what I say? Is it because you cannot hear my word? 
you are your father, you are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Which one of you convicts me of sin? If I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is of God hears the word of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. The Jews answered him, Are we not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? And Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father, and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Truly I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. The Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died, as did as did the prophets, yet you say, if anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham who died, and the prophets who died? Who do you make yourself out to be? And Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my father who glorifies me, of whom you say he is our God. But you have not known him. I know him. If I were to say that I do not know him, I would be a liar like you, but I do know him, and I keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. And so the Jews said to him, You are not yet fifty years old, and have you seen Abraham? And Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. And so they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. Thank you, Rick. Very <laughs> about electronically problems there a little bit, but thank you. Um, what I have shared is things that took place in between some of the miracles or signs. We heard love for the Father, the Son, and their love for each other. The love for other people. Also, controversy between light and darkness. And personal choices that were made. The same personal choices we have today. Jesus' last or second to the last sign is the resurrection of Lazarus. The last sign in the book of John is Jesus' resurrection. Let's listen what happened to Lazarus. Chapter 11 Now a certain man was ill. Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, This illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just now seeking to stone you. And are you going there again? Jesus answered, 
Are there not twelve hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble, because he sees the light of this world. But if anyone walks in the night, he stumbles, because the light is not in him. After saying these things, he said to them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I go to awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will recover. Now Jesus had spoken of his death, but they thought that he meant taking rest in sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died, and for your sake I am glad that I was not there, so that you may believe. But let us go to him. So Thomas, called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. Now when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. But Mary remained seated in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask from God... God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. When she had said this, she went and called her sister Mary, saying in private, The teacher is here and is calling for you. And when she heard it, she rose quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary rise quickly and go out. They followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb to weep there. Now when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man also have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me. But I said this on account of the people standing around, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. 
the man who had died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips, and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary and had seen what he did, believed in him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. So the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered the council and said, What are we to do? For this man performs many signs. If we let him go on like this, everyone will believe in him, and the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. But one of them, Caiaphas, who was high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing at all, nor do you understand that it is better for you that one man should die for the people, not that the whole nation should perish. He did not say this of his own accord, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus would die for the nation, and not for the nation only, but also to gather into one the children of God who were scattered abroad. So from that day on, they made plans to put him to death. Jesus, therefore, no longer walked openly among the Jews, but went from there to the region near the wilderness, to a town called Ephraim, and there he stayed with the disciples. Now the Passover of the Jews was at hand, and many went up from the country to Jerusalem before the Passover to purify themselves. They were looking for Jesus and saying to one another as they stood in the temple, What do you think, that he will not come to the feast at all? Now the chief priests and the Pharisees had given orders that if anyone knew where he was, he should let them know so that they might arrest him. So how do miracles prove that Jesus is God? Jesus' final miracle, the resurrection of Lazarus, not only prove, prove of the miracles he could perform, but also show, that, show of what Jesus had promised to his disciples. That they, would that they would raise to a new life in glory. Therefore, the purpose of, the, of miracles in the Gospel of John was to prove that Jesus was, in fact, God. Our closing hymn is uh, 294, Power in the Blood. <clears throat> 